Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have in the Gospel for this Lazarus Saturday an icon of our Lord's mission and our own initiation, our own growing into the mystery of God. Sprinkled throughout this section of the Gospel, this is a a long narrative from the Gospel of John, one of the longest. We have over and over again the emphasis of our Lord's love. Of our Lord's love and compassion for us, those who are sick, those who are dying, those who are mourning, those who are even dead. It is not our Lord's kind of general love. This is specific love for Lazarus and Martha and Mary, those whom he even calls friends, as he refers to Lazarus, to the apostles. Our friend, Lazarus, sleeps. This is our Lord's specific love for each and every one of us. It is and can be something that we get lost in, in this idea that God loves, that God loves us, and to miss that God loves specifically you. That he can call you his friend. When our Lord approaches his journey towards Lazarus, He has spoken throughout this entire time that this is going to be the glory of God worked out among his loved ones. The love of God does not leave us as it did not leave Lazarus in his struggle, in his sickness, or even in his death. As our Lord approached the tomb of Lazarus, he encounters first Martha and then Mary. And it is in his compassion for Lazarus, but also specifically when he sees the tears of Mary, that it tells us his spirit groaned within him. And where we hear the powerful, shortest sentence of the Bible, that Jesus wept. It is not an abstract general love. It is a specific, compassionate, groaning, intense weeping that our Lord feels, desires, and loves for each and every one of us. I think you know the difference between a tear forming and that kind of guttural, earth-shattering weeping that occurs And this is the image that we have of our Lord on his way to raise up his friend Lazarus. In the face of death, our Lord not only loves, but he also initiates all of those around into his relationship with his father. As we have just initiated those baptized and chrismated into a full relationship with God the Father so that they can cry out, Abba, Father. They can cry out and say, the Our Father. 
that they have after receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. They have the Holy Spirit now residing in them. And as St. Paul tells us in Romans, the Spirit groans within us. The Spirit knows what we need. And it is Jesus himself who patterns this relationship with the Father the groaning within us that we direct to the Father that Jesus has allowed us into this relationship. What he says when he comes to the tomb, he lifts up his eyes and he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. But because the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. The entire mission of our Lord into this world, and we see one of the signs incredible miracles of raising up Lazarus is that this is so that we may believe this is so that we may not only just believe but that we can move into that same relationship that our Lord has with his father that we can as well call out and call him father this is the relationship that defeats death This is the initiation into the power over death that our Lord has. So that when we hear him say, Lazarus, come forth, we can put our own name there. Just as we saw those who were baptized, were baptized into the death of our Lord. They're also, as Paul tells us in another chapter of Romans, that they rise up, die, and then rise This is the pattern for every Christian. It is the relationship with God the Father. And then we hear the voice of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. The voice of love. The one that brought us into existence. The one that named us and claimed us at baptism and at chrismation. That initiated us, brought us into the relationship with the Father. Who will at the last trumpet also cry out. Say our name and say come forth. This is the theme of the hymnody of this feast, that we look to what our Lord did with Lazarus and we see a confirmation of the resurrection, of our specific resurrections. The epistle tells us this morning, let your conduct be without covetousness. That means that we are to be content with whatever that we have. This is also, this entire story is A story of faithfulness and contentfulness, whether in sickness, in the process of dying, or even being in the most prone position, the most powerless position of being dead. That we hear the voice of Jesus Christ, the one who loves us, the one who has brought us into relationship with himself and his Father and the Holy Spirit, That he tells us to be content because he will never leave us nor forsake us. So that we may boldly say, the epistle tells us, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can men do to me. All of those who have been baptized and chrismated this morning, this is also a memory, or if not a specific memory, if we were baptized as a child, a re confirmation a renewal of our own baptism our own gift of the spirit our own identification of those who are to die to ourselves and to rise in newness of life 
to see in ourselves the Lazarus, four days dead in the tomb. And whether we're stinking or not from all of our own sins, of our own lack of faith, that we look to God, that we ask him to raise us up. And it is his voice that we will hear to tell us to come forth, to embrace his light, his life, and all that he gives us in his love. We are, those baptized and chrismated in his church, God's work. The one whom God desires to show his glory to all of the world. So let us train our hearts and our minds to remember the specific love of God for us. The incredible relationship that we have with God the Father because of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the hope that we have that he will call us forth as we have died to ourselves so that we shall rise with him in the glory that he has as he stands enthroned with his Father and with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.